Hi, and welcome to Igniting Courage Podcast. This is the place you come when you need a boost of courage because life is scary. Life is really, really scary. (laughs) And we also need to learn we are not in it alone. And so I love to interview people who have a courageous story because honestly, we all have a courageous story. And I want you to figure out where yours is and be able to celebrate that. Today we have Julie Getzinger. She is an intuitive money mindset coach and speaker, somebody I met recently at a retreat and instantly connected with and was really interested in learning more about this intuitive money mindset coaching and what that meant. And I was fascinated as she talked about her connection with intuition and how she helps her clients and has helped herself step into her own intuition. And there are some great tips for you on how you can step into your intuition so you can live a more aligned life and just be happier and more satisfied. And it's a lot less work. So jump in, enjoy this episode. Thanks for listening. All right, so welcome to the podcast, Julie Getzinger. How are you doing today? So good, so excited to be here. Yeah, I'm thrilled to have you on the show as an intuitive money mindset coach and speaker. I think that you've got a lot to bring to us uh, from a courage perspective. So I'm excited to get some of your uh, some of your perspectives here. Awesome, me yeah, too, and I as- can't wait. And as we move into 2021 and get into the year, uh, this is going to be relevant. So uh, I'm excited for all the entrepreneurs that are listening, all the people that might be holding themselves back. But before we get there, I got some quick rapid fire questions for you. One or two sentences. Here we go. Pets. How many and what are their names? I have a black lab, Marley, and he is one. He is a very big puppy, and he just ate my Christmas tree last week. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) As they will. All right, favorite pump-up song when you need to get your mojo going? Empire State of Mind by Jay-Z and Alicia Keys. Oh, sweet. I'm going to have to go look that one up. Yes. Favorite movie and why? Father of the Bride with Steve Martin. Oh, it's just so sentimental. And I cry every single time. I want him to be my dad. <laughs> uh, yeah. Wouldn't that be fun? Yeah. Um, so speaking of little dads and little kids, what would, did you want to be when you were little? A Broadway star. I saw myself on stage singing, performing, um, also considered Saturday Night Live. <laughs> oh, that would be awesome. Uh, and what's your favorite holiday and why? I love New Year's Eve because I love reflecting on the year that's passed and just being excited about what's to come. Well, that's a perfect time to be doing this interview then because we are doing the interview on New Year's Eve. You're not going to get to listen to it for a while, but uh, we are doing the interview on New Year's Eve. So I'm glad to have this time with you today. So thanks for taking the time out on your favorite holiday. Yes, this is a fun (laughs) way to celebrate. (laughs) So let's start out. You You are an intuitive money mindset coach and speaker. What is the, tell me your story. Cause that's an interesting, you know, interesting combination of words there. Mm-hmm. So I have always been very sensitive, very intuitive. Uh, people have always come to me for guidance and I didn't know why, you know, people would spill their guts to me, tell me their whole life story. And I would share, you know, just little things here and there. And they would always say, I feel so much better. I feel so much better in your presence. Like you always know what to say. 
And I was like, oh, cool. But I didn't realize that I was, I was really <laughs> tapped in. That's why I was very connected to the spiritual realm. And um, I connect with people's spirit guides without even trying. It just happens. I hear messages when people talk. Um, I, I am visited by their departed loved ones. It's kind of like Teresa Caputo when she's out and about and she just will like stop people and, and be like, did your mother get departed or is your mother departed? That, that can happen. I've learned to set office hours with spirit because they could, they, they started when I first opened up, uh, all hours of the night, they tried to come through to me and I was like, look, I need to sleep. You know, like I'm done with that reading. You know, that was last week. Like, please leave me alone. Um, well, if Grandma Dora shows up during the thing. Tell her I love her. <laughs> <laughs> I will. <laughs> so that's the intuitive piece. And I just started um, offering it professionally this um, year in 2020. Um, and it was interesting. It, I was a full-time photography, uh, photography business owner, portrait photographer, specialized in women's portraits. And when the shutdown happened with COVID, um, everything shut down in Maryland, uh, instead of feeling sorry for myself, I decided that I was going to take an inventory of my other skill set and I was going to offer my intuitive services. So I put it out there that I'm a medium. Um, I had a $20,000 a month right after that. Everyone booked these readings like out the wazoo. And I was like, whoa, I have never come close to that in photography. And I just started this, just came out of the closet as a medium and people swarmed me. And it was like, wow, this is an alignment for me. This feels good. This is fun. Let's look into this more. And then I met Michelle Villalobos and joined her retreat and her inner circle. And she is intuitive as well. And she said, Julie, you, um, she just said money mindset coach. Like she just like came out with the title <laughs> because I told her I love business. I love talking about marketing. I love intuitive sales. I love talking about all of that. And I can help people to see what's holding them back and who doesn't want to make more money. So um, I'm an intuitive money mindset coach. And then the speaker part, I added on because I love to tell my story and I love to show people what's possible. Wow. That's incredible. <laughs> so the courage to kind of admit that you are an intuitive and admit that you're a medium, that must have taken a little bit of courage when you took that step. Yes. Yes. It Tell was me about that process. Resistance. Yeah, it yeah. definitely was not met without resistance. My partner at the time um, was, <laughs> was really freaked out. And, and in the middle of the night, you know, there were things that would be moved around our bedroom and we could hear interaction. <laughs> They were like moving things around my, my dresser and my partner was waking up and, and he was like, tell them to stop. Like, this is like this. I can't sleep. <laughs> and I was like, well, if you can hear it, then you're intuitive too. So this isn't just my fault. You're intuitive as well. So, but he did not like it. He did not like it. And then he started seeing all the money come in and he was like, okay, I like it now. <laughs> <laughs> and then suddenly he changed his tune. But my family um, was not um, in support of it. I was raised Catholic, um, mm -hmm. went to Catholic school for um, sixth to 12th grade. Uh, they would never, you know, approve of tarot cards or connecting with departed loved ones or, you know, it was that would be very taboo. Um, so my family, when I shared that I can do this and actually my dad um, was depart, he died. January of this year. And right after he did, I was able to connect with him almost immediately. And I did a lot of healing work around that. And it was so beautiful. Like the messages he brought to me and he told me he was going to help me build this business. And he showed me all this cash and he was like so excited and proud of me. 
And um, so I knew I had his support, you know, from the other side, but I tried to tell my family, this is what dad's saying this. And they were like, don't ever speak it out again. That's like, not, that's not a, like, not appropriate. Like it's scary, you know, all these things. And I, 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 I struggled with that um, fear of, you know, shaming my family or disappointing them because that's not what they saw for me. You know, they saw me and I was an elementary school teacher before this too. So very different profession, very, you know, conservative. I um, very clean cut, you know, um, fifth grade teacher. And then all of a sudden I'm a medium and I'm, you know, coaching about money mindset and, and I think it was a shock, you know, it was a shock for my family. My friends weren't surprised at all because I'd been giving them guidance for years and they were like, cool. Yeah. Like we can totally see you doing this. Can you give me a reading? You know, um, yeah. can we yeah. get the friend discount? <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So, and then they would ask me like all the time, like, who's my next partner? What are, you know, like, what do I do in my career? And I'm like, okay, I'm Julie, your friend right now. You know, so I just, I had to practice boundaries around that. But um, yeah, so it was not the easiest process to come out of the closet as, as a medium, as an intuitive. And, and so now that you're mixing that medium intuitive piece with business, how has that gone? Because that also seems like it could be very, uh, you know, contentious. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. It's amazing how many people I've met that are open to it and who are curious about it. And if they are, you know, tired, they're burned out, they're struggling, they're trying all the things, they're taking all the programs and not getting their results. They're kind of at their wits end. And they're like, well, why isn't this working? And, you know, getting to that frustration level. And then I come in and tell them it gets to be like simple and easy. You know, you don't have to struggle like this. It's about co-creation. It's about tapping in. It's about meditating and getting quiet, listening to your intuition and then it gets to be easy and you just go with that next step and you just take it one step at a time and you do the healing work to release what's in the way of welcoming in all that abundance we go back into childhood we go back into even past lifetimes and look at why are you repeating this pattern why are you holding yourself back why are you afraid to be seen and heard and um i've i've really met a lot of business owners that are super intrigued by it and they're you know willing to try it out and i also being a creative myself i attract a lot of creatives um you know creative entrepreneurs uh photographers uh writers artists uh people who are more open-minded typically uh so it's 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 not a stretch for them you know they're already creative they're already in that kind of mindset got it okay and so what kind of yeah, I imagine that it takes some courage for people to shift their money mindset. Mm-hmm. So what are some of the things that, that come up and that you help them with mm-hmm. um, to, to shift that mindset? Mm-hmm. So we start with, I have journaling prompts to help them really tap in. And I, I teach them how to connect with their intuition, how to meditate. And then we will, um, they follow these journal prompts and it helps them to reveal what stories they're telling themselves. Mm-hmm. And it's, they start to realize, oh, wow. You know, I'll have questions like, why don't you want to be successful? Why don't you want money? And they're like, well, that's ridiculous. Of course I do. But if they did, they would have it or they would have more of it. Um, So it's looking at why they don't, what's standing in the way and getting out of that logical mind that thinks it knows Mm -hmm. and going down to the heart and to intuition and really tapping in and connecting to their higher power and asking those questions, asking for guidance. All the guidance is available to all of us if we just ask for it and we're open to receiving those answers and that guidance. 
it's right there for us. So I teach people how to tap in so they can hear that themselves and then start to, to act on that. Hmm. Do people find that it happens pretty easily with these prompts? I mean, it feels like something that you'd get for a minute and then it would kind of fly into the thing and you have to bring yourself back. Right. So typically it's, it's interesting. Uh, um, people usually like day four of my, I have an intense uh, money intensive program. Day four is usually when they're like, oh, I had no idea that was there. I had no idea. You know, like they start to realize what it is and that, oh yeah, my mom said that my teacher said that, or this, they start to remember past experiences and realize that's why, you know, they're, they're hiding their voice or they're hiding themselves or they want to stay small. They want to fit in. They want to be loved they want to belong and and once that's the first step to identify it and realize it and then you can work to start to release it doesn't happen overnight i do offer year-long programs because i say transformation isn't going to happen in a day in a weekend it takes a lifetime of commitment um so that's why i offer longer term work with my clients so they see that um i'm there to support them through the up leveling through the changes you know many of them end up leaving relationships letting go of past friendships or partners that are no longer in alignment who don't want them to grow like my situation like wanting me to stay small wanting me to dim my light and i had to let that go to continue to ascend myself so that's a, a a process that, that we walk through over time. Mm, and that, that process probably takes a lot of courage as well. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so shifting careers is one of those things that people are probably thinking a lot about right now, as we just, you know, kind of got done with 2020 <laughs> and, and, and they're kind of starting. One of the big questions that people are asking themselves is what is it serving you anymore? What do you want to leave behind and move forward in a different way. So talk a little bit about your career change because it was pretty significant yeah. and, and the courage it took to do that um, and, and sort of how you got that courage to make that move. So I've always been one to, um, I'm adaptable, I'm a Gemini, I am very flexible and I enjoy change. I embrace change, I thrive on it. I get bored easily, I'm a creator, so I always want change. So to me, it's exciting. I look at the new career as opportunity. I look at it as excitement. I look at it as learning and curiosity. And uh, that's, that's who I am. That's who I've always been. I have had others judge me for that, saying I lack commitment. Um, I lack focus. But I say to my clients who hear that from others, that it's actually a strength to be adaptable and to be able to change in today's times. You know, I work with photographers who are worried about another shutdown during COVID and doing this in-person work. I, I coach them through how else can we bring income in? What other things could, what other skill sets do you have that you can do online that you can offer coaching or you can offer, um, you know, do speaking opportunities or, or write a book. What else can you do to use your skill set? And it's it's time more than ever to be adaptable and to be open to that and to be open to it, fulfilling you even more than what you're doing right now. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's such an important thing to do and to think about. And one of the terrifying things I think about entrepreneurism, about starting your own business, like your photographers have their own business, you can really kind of do anything you want, which is awesome and terrifying all at the same time. So talk a little bit about the courage to create your own career, essentially. Mm. 
it feels limitless. It feels expansive. It feels like, wow, this is like, it's, it's not that I'm the only intuitive. I'm the only coach. I'm the only mining mindset coach. It's that I'm doing it in my own way, in a way that feels right to me. And that I really tap in to receive guidance on where to go next. I, I, I take the pressure off of myself and in my mind to figure this out and to know how all this looks right now. And again, I tap into my heart, my intuition, and I ask, I get quiet. I go to acupuncture every other week. And in that time I receive downloads and I get really clear on what's next. Um, also just having the courage to trust that uh, when you let go, when you surrender, like your life is so much better. It's so much more fun. It's so much easier. It gets to be so easy and open and expansive. And, you know, with a business, I really believe that that's the best possible chance of being secure is by having your own business. Because when you have your own business, like you said, you get to do what you want to do. You get to map it out. You have the control of that. Whereas if you work for someone else at any time, they can let you go. They can restructure. They could move offices it's it's I feel like we're moving more than ever towards creating our own things creating our own businesses creating our own security because there there isn't security when you work for others when mm. you depend on others there's not the security lies within you and within your own potential and with trusting yourself and trusting um, your divine power to to guide you and to always have your back no matter where you shift to yeah. And, and you said two things in there that, that I want to get into. You talked about receiving guidance and you talked about letting go. So as an entrepreneur, as somebody who's starting their own business, has this limitless, could do anything kind of place, um, receiving guidance is so interesting because you say that from a spiritual sense and from you know an intuition sense. But I've also noticed that there's so much guidance out there on how you should run your business and what you need to do and what you should do and what you you know you have to do as that business. This is what you need to do, and everybody's out there telling you these things. Mm-hmm. So how do you separate? How do you shut out the outside stuff? Mm-hmm to really get to that intuition place. Cause I realized about a year ago, I needed to stop listening. I had been listening to so many different people telling me what I needed to do and none of it felt right. And I was like, ah, I won't do it if it, <laughs> which is terrible. Like, hi, I run my business. I should like be doing things. Um, <laughs> but so how do you shut up the outside and the shoulds and the, you know, everybody else's opinion so that you can find that intuition and let go as you talk about. It's all about letting go of that comparison and everybody's path is their own path. So if you're looking at what someone else is doing, what someone else is telling you, you should do, and then you get limited. You feel like you said, it feels off. It feels out of alignment. And in my opinion, the best coaches will not tell you what to do. They will create this space for you to decide for yourself and for you to come to your own guidance. And they will, will, present the environment for you to thrive. They can encourage you. They can um, guide you to a degree, but ultimately to me, it's about empowering the clients to choose for themselves and to arrive at the conclusions on their own and to tap in and to, you know, really connect with themselves. All the answers they need are within themselves. They've always been there. They just haven't allowed themselves to hear them, to get quiet enough to hear them. So when they really tap in and they really listen, that's when they get the guidance. And also um, when you experience the pain of, of investing in 
someone or a program that you lose out in. I invested over a thousand dollars in a program last year that attracted all the wrong clientele to my photography business. And I ended up losing money. I lost tons of time. I hired an assistant to help me with what the program said I need to do. And it was painful. And I needed to experience that pain to be like, no, I'm going to listen to myself now. Mm. I'm not going to do what you say to do. I'm not going to use your templates. I'm not going to, you know, send the emails you tell me to send. That's not me. My audience can feel my energy. They can feel my disconnect with that and that, that style of marketing and, and, and pushing. And that's not me. And they know that's not me. So they left or they, um, you know, the wrong people came and I was really had to learn that hard lesson and lose that money and feel the pain of that to know that's not the way I want to run my business. I want to trust myself. I'm in business for the freedom of it. I want to trust in my own self and my own knowledge and my own guidance system to, to guide me and not always depend on others and what they're doing. Well, and I think that's such an important thing to remember is that when you're an entrepreneur, you do have to niche. You do need to pick a customer. And this is something after five and a half years of being in business, I've finally gotten to the point where I can be like, I don't want to do business with them. They're great. I love them. They're awesome. I hope they have a great life, but they don't, they don't, I don't want to work with them. Mm -hmm. And to be able to have the courage to say that. Yes. It creates this abundance mindset of there's plenty of business. I don't need to have all of it, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's such an interesting, it's been such a juicy, yummy thing for me to say, hey, this is who I want to work with. I'm going to work with them. And they probably want to work with me too, which is why this will work, (laughs) which which is super, super cool. So what has taken the most courage for you over the last year through all of this transition? Mm. The most courage was leaving my 20 year relationship. And that was my first partner. It was half of my life that I spent with this partner. And I knew it was no longer in alignment with me and where I was going. And we had different ideals. He's a wonderful father, wonderful person, just no longer a match to me and who I've become. And I know where I'm going. I know my mission is bigger than me, is bigger than my family, is bigger than anything. My mission is so big and I have to stay the course regardless of who's with me. Um, And I think of, I've had this uh, vision of birds and I see myself as the bird in the front of the flock. And I see some birds flying away. I see some birds joining me, but I am the front bird and I just keep going. I don't look back to see who's still with me. I just keep going. I keep hearing, stay the course, stay the course, keep going, keep flying, keep soaring. And that's what I'm doing. And I had to muster up the courage to be really honest and approach my partner and say, this is just, this isn't for me anymore. And I know this is going to be hard, but I have to do what's right for me. And, and that is a huge act of courage. When you're a mother, when you're a wife, when everybody expects you to be in that role that you've always been in, I've been with them since I was 18, that it was a shock to a lot of my people in my life. And in fact, uh, some of them are gone more than, you know, most of them are gone. The friends that I had, because again, they're no longer a match to who I am and who I've become. And I had to make new friendships with people who were, are where I am or, or higher and who inspire me to keep raising myself and keep setting the bar higher. Um, and, 
attracting different kinds of love relationships that are more um, in alignment with my chosen career and who I am and um, being an intuitive, you know, being open to that. And um, that's taken a lot of courage, but it's been so worth it. And I'm happier than I've ever been. And that makes such a, such a difference in your life, in your ability to be a mother, yeah. in your ability to be a businesswoman that's successful, yeah. that happiness and joy. And you know what? He probably is finding a similar experience. I hope so. Yeah, hope so. <laughs> hope so. Yeah. So if you had any advice for somebody who was on the edge of making a big decision or making a big change or stepping into themselves and, and really listening to that, that thing that's been poking them in the side for a while saying, you should do this, you, this is you, this is you. What advice would you give them? <sighs> the time to act is now. It's we're out of time to play it small. We're out of time to not use the gifts we were given. We're out of time to just sit back and hide our gifts and our talents and our knowledge. People need you. People need exactly what you have to offer and you're out of time. So you either go willingly or you go kicking and screaming, but you're going to go. You will be carried towards that direction. You get to choose how hard it is. You get to choose to just allow it and surrender and let it be beautiful. This transformation that we're all going to be going through, we're in it now, or you soon will be, it is coming for all of us. So let go, trust, and just know that what's on the other side is so beautiful, even if there's pain in between. And it, it can be a painful process as we transform and ascend, but we all are, we're all here to grow and expand and to step more into who we came here to be. And the time is now. Wow. Here we go. Right. Yeah. Yes. So <laughs> people want to get in touch with you. How do they find you, Julie? So I am on uh, Facebook, Julie Getzinger Coaching, and Instagram, LinkedIn, also on um, YouTube, and my website is juliegetzinger.com. I have a Facebook community, Surrender to Success, where I share a lot of videos and inspiration for getting on your soul's path and opening up to abundance that everybody is welcome to join. Very cool. And I will make sure that all of those links are in the show notes so people can get in touch with you. Julie, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate your your insights and your wisdom and, and all of the information and your own experience showing that it does work to let go and step into that thing that you know you are. Thank you so much. I've loved being here and being with you. Well, there you have it. Igniting Courage podcast with intuitive money mindset coach and speaker, Julie Getzinger. If you are interested in finding more, jump on her website, check out her Facebook or social media, her videos on YouTube, and find out if possibly that's something you want to get involved in. If you want to look at how to be stronger in your money mindset in 2021. I don't know about you. I'm actually thinking of going to check it out right now myself. Um, so if you enjoyed this episode or any other episodes of Igniting Courage podcast, please jump on Apple Podcasts, give us a positive review because that's going to help more people find this podcast and live a more courageous life. That's going to make the world a better place because they're going to be happier and more resilient. And uh, yeah, so like we need a better world. So jump on Apple Podcasts and do your part. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening, y'all, and I'll see you on the next podcast.